Hey there, and welcome back to the Etsy Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Cody McGuffey, and today we're talking with full-time e-commerce seller and entrepreneur, Andrew Erickson. Andrew is a great friend of mine that I've known for many years, super successful seller that has built million-dollar brands via Amazon FBA and also leveraging Etsy in many ways. And this is part two of our two-part series with Andrew. So if you actually haven't tuned into part one yet, highly suggest doing that now. We'll link to the episode in the show notes or the description, depending on where you are listening in. But in today's show, Andrew continues to expand on building e-commerce companies, but specifically, we talk about a detailed and tactical way to leverage AI in a way that can be super impactful for your business. He talks about how he actually used this strategy to write a book recently. And then, then we go deep into covering the importance of you know, whether or not you should build building a brand for a niche or not, and how sellers should actually be thinking about this. So very awesome and exciting episode for you guys today. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Everbee. Everbee is the Etsy growth tool that helps Etsy sellers grow their business online. Okay. It helps find winning products, getting you more sales with Everbee. You can understand the revenue of all the products on Etsy. You can actually see all of the monthly sales for listings on Etsy. You can see the tags that each listing is using to drive their SEO. And you can actually see the search volume for each keyword as well. So how many people are actually searching for that keyword on Etsy? So the idea is that you'll understand what people are searching for on Etsy, and then you actually understand what they're actually buying on Etsy. It's a tool that you guys need to be using to grow your business. So sign up for free, everbee.io. All right, so let's jump into today's episode. See you guys there. Sweet, man. Well, happy to have you back, Harrison. Yeah, happy to be back. Thanks for having me, Cody. Totally, man. So um, if you haven't watched part one of the episode, guys, you need to go and check that out of part one when me and Erickson were talking about reviews and all this cool stuff. But today or this next, this episode's going to be awesome other stuff. This is going to be super valuable, I think, hopefully to at the Etsy business. So Erickson, you did some cool things recently, man. You recently were telling me about this project that you did kind of like randomly. And um, can we talk about that a little bit? So you wrote, yeah. you wrote a book. Yeah, I'm a published author. Very excited about it. Nice. So when I think about writing a book, it sounds like it's going to be, I, it sounds awesome. And I want to do that one day and I will do that one day, but it sounds like a beast of a project to take on. Can we talk about how you creatively wrote this book? Yeah. So guess what? Spoiler alert, AI, artificial intelligence. It's crazy right now. It really, you guys have probably have already seen clickbait, whatever, in the articles and on YouTube yeah, or whatever right. it is. There's a whole bunch of stuff out there on it, but like it, it really is a game changer. And it really since December is kind of when it hit the mass yeah. market. Now that people have kind of been playing with it and like found different ways to use it, it's going crazy. So like the short answer of it is, AI helped me build this and I got it all done kind of in the, just, just in the evenings while I was watching TV, just writing it, the AI stuff. Totally, man. That's so cool. And you told me a little bit about how you did it and why you did it and stuff like that too. And we can dive into that more, but um, you're actually selling this book and it's actually on Amazon. I think you're starting, that's your world is Amazon mostly right now, but we were talking about how you should actually get it on Etsy too. And that's a whole nother conversation we could have too, but um, how are the sales going? Like, that's crazy. It's good. I mean, we've, we've sold a couple dozen copies in the last few, in the last two weeks That's so crazy. uh just the very beginning of the whole thing and and i don't know how like how like intense i i have like a whole idea of you know making 20 different episodes but i can show you the book yeah, yeah sure. here. it's print on demand it's super easy right so i don't have to buy a thousand copies whatever but pangea picnic it's a book about dinosaurs that are 
so we're targeted at toddlers because I have a toddler. I um have a almost three year old. Um, and you also sell toys as your as your main as your main company, actually. Yeah. So it's very in line with what you kind of already think about on a daily basis. Exactly. Yeah, we sell wooden toys targeted at one to five year olds, that preschool age thing. And totally. so we, uh, um, the book thing, it's it's we're it's a separate deal from yeah. that. But like, but yeah, very much my avatar is that parent of a one to five year old, right? Cody, you're part yeah. of my avatar. Yep. Um, and so the book is about dinosaurs who are made of vegetables, right? And I kind of got the inspiration because my daughter loves dinosaurs, not so much vegetables, right? So I thought if we just make some cool stuff that she likes, she loves the dinosaur thing. We also incorporate the vegetable thing. We can get her to eat more vegetables. And I thought, oh, it'd be kind of fun if we just put this out there and let other people uh, have the same inspiration too. That's so cool, man. AI is kind of getting, I know it's this hot topic, like you said, it's like, it's almost like annoyingly hot topic right now. It's almost yeah. like, you know, so it kind of turns me off a little bit sometimes, but I know it's actually legit. Like I know it's, it's I've, I've used it. We do use it. Everybody uses it uh, in a lot of different fashions. But, um, but the point is like, it's like, over overblown, I guess, in some ways, but it's also really, 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 really valuable in so many ways too. Um, so talk about like how long that book actually took you to write. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a little bit of a learning curve to figure out how to use the different, um, apps and the different whatever thing, but, um, let me tell you the game, the game plan for how this thing is built. Cool. Um, I actually have a little like SOP, a little, nice. little, little recipe book of how I did it. And SOP for, for anybody watching is standard operating procedure. It's basically just like a, a, a list, like a recipe, right. Um, that you, that you use to do something. Um, and Andrew Erickson, he's a, uh, he's an SOP master. He, that's how he systematizes his businesses. So that's cool. Okay. So Cody, I have, uh, so there's a lot of things you can do with, with AI, but let me show you my workflow of how I did it. Okay. Um, so I use two tools. Okay. Those two tools are chat GPT. Yep. Um, it's not GPS. My dad was like, I can't figure out GP the chat GPS. I can't find them. I know it's GPT. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then the other tool is mid journey. Yep. Both of them have a very good freemium model, meaning that you can use it quite a bit for free. And then if you want to pay for it, it's crazy cheap. 10 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month, whatever, depending on your level. Yep. Right. Um, very affordable, just like Everbee, right? Great freemium um, with that, like really nice features when you when you do that, like the, the introductory yep. level, right? Um, so ChatGPT and MidJourney. And so what we did is to write the book. Um, the book has uh, has 20 different characters in it. Each character is a dinosaur made of vegetables, fruits and vegetables, right? And so what I first did is I actually asked ChatGPT to give me some book ideas, actually. And so I said, hey, give me some book ideas um, that are targeted at toddlers. And they came up with like stories and fairy, you know, kind of a storytelling, fairies, um, lesson plans, like the, the different stuff you'd kind of expect to see with a toddler book, right? Yeah. And I started exploring a little bit more. Like, give me, give me ideas, kid book ideas related that, that get toddlers to eat vegetables and it came up with a bunch of stuff right and i said okay give me more ideas and you kind of go through this whole like process it's like a, it's, i feel like it's a teamwork effort right mm -hmm. you can't just have chat gpt you can't just like push one button and everything gets done write a book about kids for vegetables and dinosaurs kind of thing yeah you can't do that yep exactly yeah so it's, it's this teamwork thing right so you went through the whole process you kind of go through this process and you just kind of explore and, and ask it for ideas and say critique the ideas expand the ideas give me more ideas related to this one thing and so uh, the first step is give me ideas the next step is 
now that you have a good idea, give me some um, examples of that, right? So for example, I had, give me 15 dinosaurs made of fruits. Give me 15 dinosaurs made of vegetables, mm. right? And so then it comes up like a brontosaurus made of broccoli called a broccolosaurus. Broccolosaurus, yeah. Right? And uh, so then we, we create, and you want quantity, right? We want to make 30, 50, 100 ideas. And what I consider the human intelligence to be, the HI, I guess, <laughs> the human intelligence, is taking the AI, the artificial intelligence, and curating. You're prompting and curating. So okay. of the 100, 100 ideas, we find our favorite 30, right? When you generate ideas, 50% are kind of not good, <laughs> Yep. 25% are like, they're good. And 25 or maybe like top 10% of them are like really good. So you're okay. a curator. Now. So you have these 30 ideas now, like you love them. Now, what do you do? Okay. So now we have these different ideas. We then take those, you know, 20 fruits and 20 vegetables. And we say, okay, of these 20, we want to, we're going to pick 30 or 40 of them. And we're going to go, or whatever, 20, 20 or 30 of them. We're going to go to mid journey. Mid journey. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Before we do that, we then say, okay, of these 30, describe them to me as you would be describing to an illustrator in mm -hmm. simple terms. Okay. Right. Okay. And then, um, and then from there, describe them, uh, describe them in a kid's book targeted at toddlers. Oh, I like that. Okay. So then what it does is it, it takes all those, those 40, whatever the, the 30, 40 dinosaurs. Ideas. Yep. Ideas. And describes it kind of in a three, four sentence. Got list. it. Yep. Three, three, four sentences per dinosaur. Um, and then it also gives me descriptions. Okay. So a brontiosaurus made of broccoli. That's basically the description right there, right? Yep. Like with a long neck, a long tail and four legs and uh, um, reaching up to a tree. Gotcha. Okay. That so would be the description. Okay. Now you take this title and then what do you do? Now I take that, I take those few keywords, Okay. right? So brontiosaurus, broccoli, long neck, reaching to tree. Those are kind of our, kind of our three, four five things that we're, that we're targeting. Right. And I go to this, this, um, app called mid journey. Yep. Uh, it's amazing. I get obsessed with it. I like, while I'm watching TV, I just like, I just put prompts into mid journey, watch a YouTube video on how to do it. Yeah. Um, there's a really good, I'll get you a link code. There's a really good two minute uh video i found i've shared with a lot of people that's just like here's a two minute like quick and dirty get mid journey going love it it's not a one unfortunately it's not like a push one button and it works kind of thing it's you gotta kind of have to push like four or five buttons to get it to work sure, but it's sure. but it's it's once you get it working it's very user-friendly um okay then we go to mid journey and i just take those prompts from chat gpt and i put them in mid journey mm -hmm. brontiosaurus broccoli long neck long tail reaching to tree, right? Yep. And then take those, put them in there, and it creates four variations of that idea. You can add a bunch of prompts too. Colorful, oh, sorry. Yeah, wait, yeah, brontosaurus made of broccoli. Yeah, so so you can say colorful, simple, flat, modern, child's book, yeah. watercolored, photorealistic, not photorealistic, like cartoon, these different descriptors of yeah, kind of yeah. the style you want. And then it creates all these different variations and uh, from there, you want to create a, again, quantity. You want quantity. So you want to make, so it creates four for every prompt. Okay. And then you just say, give me more. <laughs> give me more. I want more. Like make it, no, this time make it colorful. This time make it big. Make, yep. This time make it uh, side view. This time make it whatever view, right? Okay. Um, so we make about a dozen images per one. And again, the human is the prompter and the curator. Yep. HIs, prompters and curators now. You then take your favorite one. And now you have your 
image of the brontosaurus made of broccoli and you have a description from ChatGPT of what that dinosaur does and then you just put it in a pdf and put it on uh amazon kdp which is the kindle direct publishing or whatever um yep. and uh and people can buy it i love that that's so so cool and it's actually really interesting so you have print on demand books you don't have any inventory and i love that super super so, good Hopefully for, for those who are uh, on the visual platforms, you can see I'm holding up the book right here for the audio people. I'll describe it. So it is a picture. It's a dark background, but a brontiosaurus. It looks pretty photoreal. Oh, you tell me, Cody, what is the... Yeah, what is it looks the... really, really good. Very, very high quality. It looks yeah, photorealistic. Like it has some shading in there, shadowing, shadows, like very colorful in a lot of ways. A lot of things pop. Um, overall, like very, very high quality. And dude, totally. And it's perfect for like a one to five-year-old, right? This is like exactly yeah. what I read to my four-year-old right? Or am I two-year-old? Like stuff like this. This is super, super golden. Yeah. Okay. So, and so let me, let me just read, I'll just read the, yeah, the, yeah. Rewind. the thing. So here, so here's the description. This is all from chat GPT. And again, about 90, 90, 95% done by chat GPT. You have to fix a few things here just to make sure. it kind of whatever consistent, but Brachiosaurus with its long neck and leafy greens. The Brachiosaurus is a gentle herbivore that loves to graze on all kinds of vegetables. It may be big, but it's also very friendly. Golden. That's it. Yeah. And there's about 20 of these. Super, super valuable. It's another insight into like what the power of AI can actually do for us as, as humans and e-commerce and as, as the Amazon seller, as the Etsy seller. So you're doing this print on demand. Uh, I know this is on Amazon right now, but a lot of our sellers watching this right now are print on demand sellers. They, they sell shirts, they sell hats, they sell comforters, they sell, they sell shower curtains, they sell pillows, right? All print on demand. All right, I'm asking you, what are your thoughts? What can you, advice can you give to them to use AI to help them with ideas or what are your thoughts? Yeah. So we have now democratized the ability to create content. You do not need to have a degree in writing or in graphics or in art or whatever you do. You still need style and taste, right? You still, it's hard to teach that it's hard to whatever, but if you have style and taste, but you don't have the technical capabilities of like creating the actual image yourself, cause you don't know the Photoshop or the Adobe illustrator, like line vector, stoke or stroke whatever thing like you don't need that anymore not really so uh, what we need to know now is to have good taste to have that ability to curate sure and i think the big things you start figuring out to, how to market these things right mm -hmm. and so uh, what so i think the big thing here the big strategy with this kind of print on demand stuff is long tail keywords so Cody, you and I were, you live 15 minutes from me. So we had a, uh, we took your toddlers and my toddlers and we played, we were all doing a family yeah, play so date, whatever, a few days ago. So we were, we were brainstorming about things we could do. And I was like, man, just write. Cause you can create these, when you get the workflow done, once you get to figure out the tools and stuff like that, I feel like you could create a book in like an hour, like or three hours. You yep. could get a solid, well-written, well-illustrated, well-whatever book, like three hours. You make two a day, you make 10 a week kind of thing. Like there's no reason why you can't do that. So now we focus on long tail um, marketing. So for example, Cody, you and I were talking about uh, toddlers. If I'm, just, I'm very much in the toddler space, the toddler mindset, yep. right? Little toddler, whatever, Alexa's day at Coronado Beach, which is a beach pretty close to us right? Anybody who's searching for Coronado will find that product, right? Huntington yeah. Beach, right? Maybe maybe at Cal's Mountain, or these are all very niche things. If you don't live in San Diego, I don't expect you to know these things. Um, but that's the thing is the very niche, you find those long tail keywords and you create content for those long tail keywords. Mm, I love that. Okay, cool. I was also thinking about this. I'm seeing the strategy go around a lot is 
just for ideation, right? Getting ideas for like, for example, if I sell to the police niche, right? To police, police family niche, right? You could literally go to chat GDP and say, hey, can you give me three or give me 10 quotes, right? Targeted towards a police officer family or something like that, right? And it's going to give you some good results. And that's just, you can basically take that. And now you have the human element on it, curate it, right? Make sure it has has good style, good taste, like in your words. But the point is like, it's ideation for sure, but you still need to actually go and, and develop this product and make this product. But Midjourney can actually help you with sounds like with some of the, with some of the images there. I personally haven't played with Midjourney too much. So like, uh, I don't know how, I don't know the limits of the capabilities and, you know, in images, you know, for specific like product mockups and things like that. But I'm sure we're going to be learning more of that in the next probably six months. It's moving so fast. Um, Okay. I just did what you just told me to do, Cody. Yeah. You told me you, you make signs for police officers, right? Okay. Sure. Okay. All right. It's, it's writing as we're speaking right now. Okay. So uh, here's my prompt. Uh, so, so we could get, I don't know how nerdy you want to get on like how to, how to prompt engineering. That's the, that's there, the nerdy. Yeah, probably let's keep it high level for now. Yeah. Okay. High level. Okay. So uh, a good framework for, for, for writing this stuff kind of stuff is here's what I am or here's what I do. Mm-hmm. I am talking to this person. Here's my avatar I'm, tar- I'm talking to. If you give it that context and then you ask it for a query, you ask, you ask it for some sort of like advice, right? So I just said, um, I make printed styled signs. That's kind of what you're going for, right? Yep, exactly. So like printed, whatever. Yeah, let's go with that. Yep, it's yeah. perfect. And then uh, give me 10 quotes for police officers. Uh, so to protect and serve the traditional motto. So that's the quote, yep. the quote yep. to protect and serve the traditional motto of many police officers. I have nothing but respect for you. Do not. Oh, that's not a good one. I'll just get that one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> police officers are pillars of society. Uh, these, these are quotes from like, they're quoted. Um, sure. Police are the public. The police are the public and the public are the police. Heroes wear blue. That's a good one. Um, I am a cop. Uh, it's not just what I do. It's who I am. That's a good one. Exactly. too. Courage so- doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice. And the, at the end of the day, I still, I will try again tomorrow. The police are the ones who stand between the community and chaos. Those are all great, okay. right? It- again, half of those are kind of weird. Um, and uh, two or three of them are like good. And like one or two are like amazing. Exactly. And then you could throw like cool prompts and like, again, you can even say funny, make funny quotes. You could do like, like sarcastic, right? You could do all this stuff for all kinds of stuff. So I think there is just like, hopefully anybody watching this, if you're kind of stuck with, you know, you maybe you're serving a niche, serving an audience and you're looking for maybe some ideation there, go there, have some fun there. Um, Speaking of that real quick, Arizona, I want to kind of Cody, like, I said, make it funny. The first okay, one is, I'm not saying I'm Batman, but have you ever seen me and Batman in the same room together? nice that's good that's good yeah i'm pretty sure i'm an, a police officer not a magician but i'll do my best to make the situation disappear yeah so a little they're kind of silly and funny yeah, right? silly. exactly yeah. totally man real quick on this is like i want to kind of call something out this is a topic that goes around the Etsy community a lot should i build a brand or should i just sell any miscellaneous products that are selling or that are trending in today's world i think i know where you stand on it but maybe let's talk about that for a second we talked about your brand repeatedly, right? Through two hours, two episodes, you focus on building a company, a brand targeted towards a specific audience to its specific niche. You already said your avatar multiple times, right? And which what it gives you is this ability to think of other products to serve that same avatar. Can we talk about that a little bit? Like, is that what people need to be doing? Is it required? Should they be doing it? What are your thoughts? 
I got pulled kicking and screaming into branding. I did not think it was a thing I needed to do. I have an engineering background of a math degree, do not have a marketing, uh, social media, whatever degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very, like, fundamentally the core, my heart is practical and functional. <laughs> right? so you're the guy, you're, you're the guy that say basically goes to Everbee on, if you're on Etsy and you're going to Everbee and you're like, what's selling? Okay. That thing's selling. Okay. Can I make this? Can I make it 20% better? Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. Okay. Let's go build it. Okay. Do it again tomorrow. Different product, different audience, different thing. That's, that's inherently who you are. sounds like, right? That's my heart. That's where I started. Okay. Uh, and I thought, why, who cares about branding? Who cares about marketing? Who cares about all that different stuff? Like if I can find something that sells well and I could do it better, I'm just going to do that. Fundamentally, I think that's a, that's a good strategy. If okay. you can find something that is doing well and you can do better and you can kind of capture, you can either create or capture the market um, for that thing, do it. However, and you can make thousands of dollars doing that. Okay. But if you want to make more than thousands, tens of thousands, you want to make kind of like kind of professional money, 30, 50, $60,000 a year profit, right? So like, like kind of that median American professional amount of money, you really need to focus on branding, right? And so this is the part where I got pulled kicking and screaming. For years, I was, let me just make a thing that works. Um, that's all I need. And I realized to really scale up, I need to have a real brand, yeah. And for me, I define a brand as three things, three, again, very functional, <laughs> very functional, practical stuff. Cause I need my engineering brain has to wrap around these weird, like emotional yeah. marketing, whatever socio concepts, right? Mm-hmm. A brand to me is three things. It's a consistent product line. Uh, or sorry. Yeah. It's consistent. It's a, a consistent product line meaning the products are similar, similar niche, similar use case, all right, similar style, similar shelf. I always think if you you don't even know what that means, think the same shelf. If you go into Target or Walmart, all your stuff should be on one aisle. Mm. That's that's a consistent product line. It's all on one aisle. You're all in the home goods. You're all in the toys. You're all in the... I think of like Joanna Gaines, for example, right? Because that one's in America, that's pretty big. Like it's all pretty much home, home goods, all for what do you call it? Farmhouse decor type of, that's the avatar. Gotcha. So consistent products marketed to a consistent person, we call an avatar. We want to define this person. We want to have a very practical definition. We like to name them. Uh, Emily is the name of our current avatar. Uh, she is 34 years old. She has, uh, two kids. They are one and three years old. Uh, basically Christina, your, your wife is, is our avatar, right? Um, she does these, you know, these four things. She does these four, you hear the three things she she does not do and she never buys. Here are the three things that she always does. And here are the three things she always buys and why she always prefers these things. That's our avatar. And the last one is a consistent style and theme. We want our our packaging, our listing, our photos to all have our copy, our text copy to all have a very consistent style. So it feels coherent. So consistent product line targeted to a consistent person, consistent customer using consistent style and theme. I love it. Okay. And this helps with so many things, but one thing, because since we're on the topic of like ideation a little bit before this, one thing that this really, really helps and makes it so much easier when you're actually serving one audience is you can actually find, it's so much easier to think about other products that align with those things. And you can actually just give, offer more products and services to that same type of person over and over again. So 
technically they come back and buy from you or they buy from you one time and then they come back again and buy buy from you again in the next three months or six months or whatever it is. And they do it again in the next year. And then again, the next year or whatever it is, right? Different products. That is so, so valuable to a brand because then it's compounding, right? It's compounding. Like you get one customer, she turns into a customer four times, mm-hmm. right? Then you go get another customer and that person turns into a customer four times. And it's this amazing thing. And technically, if you want to get like really nerdy, right? And the numbers and stuff, like it increases your lifetime value. That's the whole thing that we're chasing as e-commerce that we'll dive into one one other day in detail. But like, we want to increase our lifetime value of a specific customer. And so I appreciate you sharing that, man. I think, I don't know 40% if I- 40% of our revenue comes from, is, recur- is a person coming back and buying us, buying from us again, 40%. So our company has effectively doubled in size because we have that consistent avatar and they come by, come back and buy a different product. Right. Um, and, and, uh, of course the, the other thing too, is like, yeah, of course it, it doubled in size. That's great. But that person who comes back, they're cheaper to acquire. Exactly. I don't have to advertise. I don't have to market. I don't have to put myself out there as much. They just come back naturally. Yep. And so really, I mean, you think 40% of our revenue, but really probably 60, 70% of our profit comes from that returning customer. Yeah, exactly. So I guess the takeaway here to wrap up is you don't have to do it that way when you first start. Um, but you, your mind should be going there is that's probably the holy grail is like you eventually want to start building a brand if you want to build something that's meaningful and substantial um, as as a company. Uh, man, thank you for for all the nuggets. Um, can, again, we wrap the two, can we wrap the two concepts together, Cody? Yeah, please do it real quick. Let's do it. Chat GPT, I know. Oh my God, he's a broken record. He talks about AI all the time. Okay, but guess what? Chat GPT can tell you who your avatar is. This is an exercise I've done with a couple of other people I help and and uh you take a product that you're currently selling okay take that back scratcher take that print on demand shirt take that uh that knitted hat whatever it is mm-hmm. and like just take that listing the just the copy the description product description right. put it into chat gpt and then say describe to me the avatar of the person who buys this oh my gosh that's, and it's that's... like crazy even though i've spent all i've literally spent tens of thousands of dollars over the last decade trying to like learn about like avatar and marketing and like trying to figure out who it is we're talking to. Yep. I just did that, did, copied, paste chat GPT, tell me the avatar and like it nailed it better than I've ever nailed it. Oh <laughs> so you can tie those two things together. I never thought about doing that. It's such an awesome, awesome use case for, for AI. Um, cool, man. Thank you for this. Thank you for all that value that you brought to the audience. Um, again, guys, you heard, you heard it from, from Erickson. He's done so many cool things and He's literally created like multiple e-commerce brands that have done millions and millions of dollars in in revenue and also in profit. Um, so it's definitely, I shouldn't take this advice lightly. I would hopefully take a lot of notes here, um, but um, thank you yeah, man. For sure. And Cody, I'll make sure to get those, that little recipe of like how to create that print on demand stuff, like our process to, to do it. Um, and also that link to it's a mid journey, hopefully some print on demand people, or even if you're not print on demand, you're just, uh, looking for more fun ideas. We'll, we'll make sure that you get a copy of that for the description. Perfect, man. And guys, we'll link to all, uh, Erickson's links in the show notes and or in the, wherever you're watching this in the description below. But again, man, thank you for coming on and I look forward to having you on again soon. Sure. And then, um, if you guys want to get a hold of me, I answer all my Instagram DMS, not good at email. Cause I get so many emails. I, <laughs> I love Instagram though. So it's the Andrew Erickson. Um, just my, my full name spelled out the Andrew Erickson. Um, I answer all my DMS. So I, it, even if you don't have a question, you just, uh, want to say hi, I would love that. If you do have a question, I'm always happy to. That's uh, on Instagram, answer. right? Erickson? 
Instagram. Yeah. On Instagram. And then you can also listen to my podcast. that's focused on Amazon selling, which is the Amazon. Uh, so we, we shorten the name to Zon Con podcast, which is the uh, short for Amazon Conversations podcast. Love it. Cool. Again, I'll link to all that below. Um, okay, man. So I'll see you soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, okay. Cody. Yeah.